Hey y'all, this is Jasmine, also known as DJ Jim Jam. I am coming to you for a radio show podcast. This is Noise Paluzion. Thank you for joining me for episode six of Noise Blue Zion. My guest is Eddie Bales Jr., who is also an entrepreneur. He would like to share some things that have helped him on his journey as an entrepreneur, looking to help more people who want to be self-employed but don't know how. Our topics will be discussed as entrepreneurship, passive income, and business. Please join me, ever blessed Eddie Bales Jr. Hello, and, and thank you for joining my podcast. Today, I have a special guest. His name is Eddie Bales Jr. Glad, glad to be on the podcast today. Yes, welcome. Yes, I'm so glad to have you here. So, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to just jump right in and find out a little bit more about you so then our listeners can see where where we're going to have this journey for today. Uh, you are an entrepreneur, correct? Yes, absolutely. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, so so when I was um twenty years old, I was a broke college student. There's a backstory, but uh, let's just start at twenty. Okay. <laughs> I was twenty years old, and I was a broke college student, and um I was working three jobs, and but I was one of those people that grew up watching MTV Cribs, saying one day that could be me. But the only problem was I didn't rap, dance, or sing. Uh, so I knew entrepreneurship was the way to go. But I didn't have any mentorship, any coaching, and I certainly didn't have any money to start a business. But I'm so thankful my mom shared an opportunity with me that I took a look at, got involved with. And basically what we do is we promote an app. There wasn't an app back then, but but today we promote an app that gives people access to attorneys. So instead of someone paying $300 an hour, they can pay less than $300 a year and get access to top-rated attorneys all over the country for everyday situations. So I call it wow. the Netflix of legal services, basically. That so. sounds pretty cool. If I, I wish I knew that when I needed it. Because <laughs> yeah, everybody needs an, a good attorney, you know, one one moment of their life, you know, with any situation that might come to. So now what's, it was all types of attorneys. Was it specifically a, a, a different type of, uh, like, family or if it's like real estate or what was the it was just all attorneys that were available yeah that's the beauty of it is you have access to over eight thousand attorneys all across the country right in the palm of your hands wow on your cell phone so we like to say anytime you have access to your phone you have access to your firm because you you have access to your, your attorneys and we're talking every attorney traffic attorneys entertainment attorneys real estate attorneys i mean you have every attorney you could possibly imagine and the cool part about it is we're talking less than a two for 20 at Applebee's, right? Yeah, for sure. And now you have the best attorney that money can buy. Wow. What made you come to that moment where you said, you know what? I think we need an app for that. Well, well, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't create the app myself. I am. I'm kind of like, uh, uh, what's the word? Kind of like a franchise opportunity. Okay. Um, so it, it's exciting. Uh, but I'm just, I, I just fell in love with the mission of giving people equal justice. Mm-hmm. Because what good is equal justice if you don't have equal access? Like if you can't afford access to attorneys, then you really don't have equal access. Uh, and so I believe everybody deserves justice. Oh, yeah. For all sure. that's going on in the world today. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. 
I completely agree with you on that. <laughs> For us, us uh, POC community, that is a that's a definition of uh, what we are lacking. So for sure. So I'm going to dive right into some of the questions. What advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? The the biggest thing I always tell people is personal development. You you want to work on yourself because what I always say is when you get better, everything around you gets better. So if you want things to change, you got to change. And so having that personal development where you're constantly working on yourself and growing yourself, um, it, it makes you more valuable for any endeavor that you're working on. Being around the right people, hanging around people who are going in the right direction that you're looking to go in, you know, find a leader or a mentor that's, that's already done what you're looking to do and then just do what they've done and you get what they got. Wow. Yeah, that's some good advice. Who are the three people who have been most influential to you? Well, um, there, there's lots of people, of course. But uh, if, if I had to pick three people right now, um, I would start off, number one, with my wife. Right? Uh, I've been married for 10 years as of this year. and um, I Congratulations. Think we, thank you. I think we've influenced each other because, um, you know, where I have weaknesses, she has strength. And where I have strength, she has weaknesses. And so... Um, you know, I'm just really proud of her and all the things that she's done because she took her passion and turned it into a uh, profit. And she's been able to build a very successful business in the fashion industry. So that's a whole nother subject. Mm-hmm. But just watching her creativity and just watching um, how she's able to just, just create things and do things in such a way that is so appealing. I, I love that. Also, there's a gentleman named Darnell Self. Uh, he's one of my mentors. And, uh, you know, this gentleman has helped a lot of people to what we call freedom in terms of not having to work a nine to five anymore because they they started a side gig and that side gig turned into a full time gig. So um, he's been a great mentor and inspiration for me. Uh, And and another gentleman that really helped me more one on one is is his name is Mike Humes. This gentleman used to be a mailman and uh, now he's a multimillionaire. Wow. and uh, but but what I love most about both of them is that they're philanthropists. So mm-hmm. um, they give back. I mean, they help adopt villages in Haiti and help start girls orphanages in Guatemala. And, um, you know, those are things that I aspire to do is to be able to give on a greater level. Um, I, f- I, b- I feel like once you have more, you are obligated to give more. Um, and, and that's just where my heart is, is to get. I've just thought about that same situation where I've come through ups and downs uh, a recent divorce um pretty much he took every cent out of our joint account at the time of separation which was a couple of years ago and i literally had to start from the ground up and uh, i was working at the time five jobs but it was like these jobs were supporting his habits and once he left he took his habit along with my money that i had worked so hard to you know, the rent money was gone. The grocery money was gone. Thankfully, the landlord was very considerate. She understood the circumstances, the situation I was going through. No matter the situation, I always wanted to give back, you know, helping me, guiding me through my strife and my stress that I was going through with this marriage. I, you know, I've never dealt with anything like this before. It was beyond emotional for me and there was so many people who reached out and supported me during that whole time i moved from wisconsin to texas and the job that i originally came down here 
they didn't have relocation reimbursement. I spent every single penny to come down here. And within two weeks of getting the job, they let me go. I didn't know anybody in Texas. <laughs> so I was just dropped, you know, with everything else that was going on. So, I mean, I thought, what was the reason for all of that? But it, in the end, it, it becomes, it makes me stronger. And it also makes me reflect how far I've gotten. And I always look back. I only look back because of the, the people that are still behind me who are needing my support. When I came down here to Texas, once I lost that job, I just started a new job maybe a month after. And it was like their pay schedule. I just missed their biweekly pay schedule. So that meant I would wait another additional week. So that would have been three weeks waiting for a paycheck. Wow. So... I even requested an advance and they said, no, we, we, we can't do that. I'm sorry. And so woman, I guess you must have overheard this conversation. And she kind of came to like, hey, what time do you get off of work? And she, I was like, you know, here I'm just like down and out. And I'm just like under my breath, like, oh, you know, uh, five o'clock, I guess, you know. And she's like, well, meet me, meet me in the in the parking lot um, after work. And I'm like what now like do i need anything else right now to, to to you know to make me feel worse about maybe she's going to tell me that i'm going to be let go here or uh, you know i don't know what's going on so i'm just like worrying my head off as to why she wants me to meet her in the parking lot like are we gonna like duke it out or something uh, did i do her wrong <laughs> she's like just wait you know I'll i'll be in the parking lot and i'm like okay okay sure you know like can, what else ha worse can happen to me right now and she comes out with her husband opens up her trunk and literally her trunk her pickup truck was piled high of groceries that she just purchased for me and my kids and i was like i did not anticipate that at all i just broke down and cried like how can someone who i only knew for maybe a week at this job could open up her heart like that and that's that was like the first response that i got from texas and i was like i was in wisconsin for 20 you know 25 plus years and i never no one ever batted an eye when i needed some help they turned away you know, if I was walking down the street, they would pretend like they didn't see me. It, I was just like, I've never cried so hard in my life, but that's what happened. So I feel you. It, it's like, you can't forget that. Yeah, I, I had a similar experience um, as well. So I, I know what you're talking about. And that's why I want to give so much because much has been given to me. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I feel like it's an obligation to give back. Yeah. I I mean, I'm just thinking about it right now. I'm getting all teary-eyed because it just, it makes me just so humble that there is people out there and I can be one of them. And I am one of them. If I continue with what I'm doing with other, for helping other people, if it's through the podcast, if it's, you know, if it's someone down the street and they need a hand, I, I don't, I don't want to hesitate because we need people like that more often in this world. This world is so cruel. And I agree with you on that. Outside of all of that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where did you grow up, by the way? So, so I grew up in Buffalo, New York, um, and, uh, you know, in the cold. I'm, I'm in South Carolina now, so happy to, that I escaped the cold. <laughs> uh, but, but uh, you know, 
it, it was it was great times there, but I love I love being in the South. I love the Southern hospitality. Believe me, I know what cold is. I used to live next to Minnesota. So I know what cold feels like, and uh, I am not missing that snow whatsoever. Absolutely. <laughs> so you said you're also, this is, okay, I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly, because we, we live in the same city, but in a different state. Yes, it's, it's, it's Greenville, Greenville, oh. South Carolina. Okay, well, we pronounce it differently. That's why I was going to ask you, how do you pronounce it? How do you guys pronounce it? It's Greenville. Oh, well, you know, some people say it that way here, too. <laughs> I'm a northerner, so I say Greenville. See, Some say Greenville. yeah, it's that's like Louisville, Louisville, <laughs> Kentucky. Like it, it's just like tomato, tomato. I know that's what I was saying, but down here they they look at you with that stink eye, like you better say it right. <laughs> so I mean, they whipped me into shape. They were like, "You, it's oh, you mean Greenville?" <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Greenville, Greenville. Yes, okay. ma'am. <laughs> They know I'm not from around here if I say it the, the other way. Right. <laughs> so, well, that's awesome. And then um, how would you describe yourself if someone wanted to know more about you? Um, I love to give back. I love to serve. Uh, I just want to see people win. I want to see people win on a high level. When I started the business and I was a broke college student, I, I made some extra income and then it ended up turning into a full-time income. So now it allows me to work from home. And so now I, I have a passion to help other people to do that who want to move from the nine to five and move into being an entrepreneur and being able to be independent and kind of operate on your own own schedule and on your own time. So that's one of the biggest things for me is I just love to give back. And, and that's one of the reasons why I also started my uh, my podcast, Code Freedom, because, uh, you know, I just felt like I wanted to give back more to the world. I wanted to give back all this stuff that I've learned over the years because I've been an entrepreneur now for over 20 years now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been a major blessing. And I just feel like I'm selfish if I keep all of this to myself. I want to give it out, give it away. I want to I want to die empty. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just have so much to give. And so, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a book. Uh, I have the podcast and, and and I do a lot of things with social media. But there's so many more things that I like to do to just really contribute to the world. Awesome. That's why I love teaching people entrepreneurship and, and things like that, because I don't want anyone to ever have to be feeling like they're less than because they have to depend on a job when they can, they can have their own business and they can operate on their own terms and things like that. They can be their own economy. So that's, that's the thing that I love is just helping people to get to their passions and mm -hmm. live life on purpose. Yeah, that's sweet. That's awesome. And I thank you. Thank you for doing that. Where can our listeners connect with you online? Well, um, I'm on all social media platforms. So, you know, on Instagram, it's just Eddie, you know, at Eddie Bales Jr. Make sure you get the last name right. It's B-A-I-L-S. No E in there. Um, so it's B-A-I-L-S. So it's Eddie Bales Jr. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, if you go to my Instagram, you can get to the link tree and that'll take you to all the other stuff as yeah. well. And also, you know, if you ever want to listen to the uh, the podcast, it's Code Freedom and it's on all pla uh, podcasting platforms. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and add that to a link on the cover. Everybody will have the ability to check you out and follow you. That's awesome. Would you like to hit on the subjects of passive income and business? Sure. Okay, cool. Fire away. 
Well, one of the things that we teach in the Code Freedom podcast is that you want to have passive income. Many people think that you have to be a multimillionaire or a mega millionaire to be financially independent or be financially free. And that's not the case. The key is to have your passive income greater than your expenses. That means that you have income that comes in regardless of what you do um, and it pays all your bills. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I just reached a, a milestone in my business where business that I've done in the last 20 years has matured to a point where it'll keep paying me for the rest of my life. I call wow. it Michael Jackson money. You know, <laughs> uh, has been paid over $2 billion after he passed. Yeah. That comes from all his royalties. So that means his, his future generations are set up for, for like generations to come. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I aspire to do for my family is I want to change the entire Bales tree. Uh, I, I want to draw the line in the sand and just make sure that our family is set up for a lifetime. Uh, so, so passive income is just really, really important. Um, but most people don't have any form of passive income. You have three forms of income. You have earned income, where you work 40 hours, you get paid 40 hours. You have passive income, where you can start a business and then it starts to pay you passively or you, you, know, you do certain things like a blog or, or you know, different things like that. And then you have a uh, portfolio income where you start to take some of that money and invest it and let that money make money, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So I, I really focus on helping people get to a place where they can have passive income so that their passive income can outweigh their pay all their bills and, and maybe even pay them more than what their job is paying them. And now they can start to live life on purpose and live the life that I believe they're called to live and not the life that they have to live. You know, imagine if you could just travel all over the world or spend more time with your family or uh, or do things like podcasts and write books or spend more time with your family. Uh, and I have to worry about, oh, I got to be back to the I have to be back to work or I have to hit the clock <laughs> or I ran out of money. Right. So I got to go back and work so I can get more money. Imagine being able to just live a life of free where you could just wake up and do whatever you want to do just because you choose to. And that's right. what we really focus on helping people do. We, we all have these passions and these goals and the things that we really want to do, but we don't ever get to do them because we're so focused on providing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're so focused on, you know, paying the bills. You know, I, I'll say this, there's a sanitation worker and he says, I go to work to dig the ditch, to make the money, to buy the food, to gain the strength, to go back to work and dig the ditch. And he said, it's a never ending cycle of living to work. And, and so, you know, who wants to live that type of lifestyle where you're living to work and working to live? racing to Friday only to dread Monday and then kind of do it all over again. Mm-hmm. That's, where I, that's where I focus on is helping people to uh, get off that cycle or the rat race, if you if you will. And and like I said, live the life that they're called to live. Yeah, well, I'm going to definitely follow you because you sound like you have a lot. I will learn a lot from you. So thank you. <laughs> that's pretty cool. In, in closing, you know, the podcast that I did, you know, I started it actually, it's funny because I started it in, January 14th, around my birthday. I think it was on my birthday. You know, I wanted to start it in December and I don't know what happened, but I just didn't get to it until January. But I've been wanting to do it for a while because I just got, like I said, I have so much to give. And something told me, here's what really happened. I'm going to be 40 next year (laughs) um, in 2022. And I'm like, oh my, I'm I'm having this like freak out because I'm like, there's so many things that I had on my agenda that I wanted to do before 40. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and I'm a little behind on some of those things that I just haven't, I haven't done them yet. And so I'm like, listen, 
30, this year, 2021, is the year to do everything. I got to get everything done. So I started the podcast in January, and we're already 58 episodes in and, um, you know, almost almost 2,000 downloads. So excited about that. Wow. And um, my goal is to get this book out to this year. And there's so many other things that I want to do before this year is out. So if I would say to, any, to the audience, anything is to just draw that line in the sand and just go do it. You know, do five, four, three, two, one, and then just jump. Just just do the thing that you've been putting off because procrastination is the assassination of your destination. So just do it. Right? Don't don't wait any longer because things will never be perfect. Uh, just just do it when they're not perfect, and then you'll figure it out along the way. That's deep. That's very good information. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I, I'm so honored to to even have the opportunity to be on your platform and. Uh, I, I listened to a few episodes and, and I love what you're doing. So continue to keep giving back like you're doing already. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Get those goals for you before your 40th birthday, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much again. Again, my name is Jasmine, also known as DJ Jim Jam. Thank you so much for enjoying my podcast. If you're wanting to be promoted for the next podcast that I have, I am also a voiceover artist. That website is jasminecastillovoice.com. Thank you for listening and please stay tuned for the next upcoming episode.